All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we do anything today for this special Peter Palooza edition of Cheap Heat, I want to start off by saying check out The Daily. You know the ESPN Daily with Mina Kimes. Wherever you get podcasts, all the stories going on in sports that you need to hear all happen right there, okay? The ESPN Daily with Mina Kimes. It's that easy. It's that good. It's wherever you find ESPN podcasts. And... Yes, sir, we promised you a great man here tonight. It certainly is professional wrestling, and here we are on July 24th, 2020, a special Cheap Heat Peter Palooza, except oh, yeah. there's not a whole lot happening, SUG, but we will be joined, <laughs> we will, we will uh, reportedly be joined shortly by Dipper Stan. So that's not nothing. It's amazing. That's not nothing. That's a celebration. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's celebration of Jays. Yeah, yeah, at least celebration of Jays. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's. I wouldn't say it's. You know, we're not doing anything insane here, but we're we're doing something. Uh, SUG, how are you? I'm doing great, P. I'm doing real good. How you doing? Um, I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Um, how has the birthday week been? Well, you know, it's been uh, it's been nice. It's been uh quality i'm going home today i'm going down to maryland to see my fam uh niece and nephew very excited to uh to hang out and so i'm excited to see them and stay i'll stay down there for a little bit i'm you know i'm I'm bringing stuff with me because like these days i can work from anywhere so when i leave i always figure might as well pack enough stuff you know, throw enough bear food in the bag to be able to be gone for a while because <laughs> throw enough hot dogs in the back. Yeah, gotta throw some dogs in the back because who? I don't know when I, I don't have to be back. So you might as well, you know, if you feel like just chilling, just stay. What I guess is sort of a, a silver lining that exists at least in my current uh, COVID world, um, being able to work from elsewhere. So want to hang with the fam a little longer you can do that i'm sure not everyone has that option so i'm grateful for right. that um and then how long can you take your family you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's the beauty of being able to come back to that is and that is the beauty i will say that that is the nice piece it's like as you get older you, you cherishing the time with your family uh you know your family of origin if you will and then also being able to return it's all very nice right um, but I know it's a weird time for everyone. A big shout out to everyone listening. Um, we hear from a lot of people these days. 
Oh, Brian Dipperstein has entered the room, the, the waiting area, it appears. Let's see. The green, the green room, so to speak. Yeah, he's in the green room. Hold on. Let's see if he... Let's see if he can make his way in. Oh, there he is. There he is. There he is. With a with a very dapper haircut, might I add. It's very short. The hair the hair is very short. Very short. I was looking for low maintenance. I don't understand how <laughs> Dipperstein's not on a microphone and SGG is, and he's louder. And I'm not saying that in a good way for him, SGG. It's, it may be just more obnoxious, but he is louder than you are. <laughs> It's all, well, it's all I'm speaking in a regular tone. You know what it is? I think it's your 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 the the Hollywood Dipperstein Ranch, Dipperland Ranch, as it's known. It has the high the ceilings. Yeah, the, it has the high ceilings in that living room. There's no not a ceiling in sight. It's wood floors galore. You're bouncing off everything. There's sound bouncing all over. The sounds of leaping Lanny Poffo reciting rhymes. <laughs> On a, on, a, on, a, on a daily basis, they're bouncing off the walls. I'm looking over my, at my computer, and I see your level. It's, it's very impressive. It's very, very impressive. I have gorgeous levels, stunning levels. The best. The best. Yeah, some of the, some best, of the best levels in the biz today. Some people say some of the best levels in the biz today. Um, so, uh, you know, there's, there's a few things to discuss this week. Um, SGG, first of all, anything happen outside of the ring that's worth note? Impact signed uh some talent this let week. me start over again anything outside the <laughs> ring worth note oh i was just gonna say who cares <laughs> oh my goodness i, I go oh ahead my goodness. It's, it's at least worth mentioning that uh that some of these the talent that was released by wwe that people were worried about you know hope maybe not finding work they've they found a home at impact yeah ec3 eric young uh kurt hawkins the good brothers and heath slater they all Signed to Impact, so Worker Jace. They found yeah, they found not, Worker Jace. Not out of work. <laughs> yeah. All right, no, that's it. It's 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 Worker Jace. It's Vacation Plus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's still in Orlando. <laughs> vacation Plus confirmed. I I, got, I guess the biggest thing too is, is this uh, Sammy Guevara's back. Okay, so real quick, let me just stop on the on the Impact piece before Sammy. Um. The other day on Twitter, Kaz tweeted, um, "We're we're watching we're watching Slammiversary as a family tonight." And, and I just thought, "Who's the family?" Uh, yeah, I didn't not, watch. I didn't watch with the family. I'm not in the family. I am not in the watching Slammiversary family. I've never been in the watching Slammiversary family. I did the I did the TNA podcast for a while. I still don't think I was in the Slammiversary family. I don't think I, I don't know if I've ever ordered an Impact pay-per-view. And the idea of ordering it now in 2020 is so crazy to me. And I, I don't want to bury, listen, if I'm missing out, uh, I'm sorry. And I need to do a better job and try to watch more. But just speaking from my personal opinion and the place that I occupy with watching wrestling, and you guys know, I've ordered, I think, every AEW pay-per-view. They haven't got me once ever in history. I just I was so shocked to see Kaz be like, "We're all watching Slammiversary tonight." I was just like, "Is that a thing? Do you guys know if that's a yeah. thing?" I have uh, never personally watched an Impact pay per view in my entire life. Same, same. So it's unanimous on that. But I will say though, to see on social media, right? Every Wednesday you have like the AEW 
WWE wars and people, you know, lobbing grenades from side to side. But at least on when a Slammiversary was on, there was there was a unity amongst the most hardcore people in wrestling Twitter of like, we're watching this, we're enjoying this, we're supporting this. There was no WWE talk, no AEW talk. No, because because every positive. sane, rational person who watches WWE or AEW was out. Yeah, 100%. Um, and listen, maybe there's good stuff. I guess I just didn't know. Is there someone, SGG, like who's signed right now? Who everyone's really excited about, and that's why they would watch Slammiversary? Oh, I think for me, you know, somebody that I need to, I do need to watch more Impact because they have two people who, coincidentally, they were in a match together. You know, I followed them before they got to Impact. Uh, Willie Mack and Chris Bay, mm. and they're both <laughs> extremely talented. Willie Mack at one point was signed to WWE. His tenure was um, very short lived. I don't even think he he didn't even make it to. Orlando, I guess some stuff happened with the physical and the doctors that, you know, that left him signing and then being unsigned. And then Chris Bay is just really young. So he, eventually he's going to get on people's radar. But these two, I hear they had a good match. I do want to go seek it out. And uh, those two I'm excited about. I would love to see them on a bigger stage, hint, hint, you know, NXT or WWE. But well, how, they how long they universal praise. How long they've been there? Um, I, th- I think Willie Mack has been there for a while. He's been, cause remember Willie Mack was in NWA for a little bit. Um, and Chris Bay, I think he just got there recently too. I wonder, can I somebody know. wake me up? I'm yeah. s- I'm snoozing from this <laughs> conversation. By the way, I'm exhausted. I know. I was just about to ask. I wonder who listening, send us an email, Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. So curious. Hey. Like, do you think Chick Foley is watching, uh, impact? I don't think so. It, it might be Kaz and the family. The family? Yo, you're racist. Why do you give Kaz's family a I didn't D say on it? The family. I said the family. Dip, did you hear a D? I heard a duh family. I heard a duh. <laughs> e- email us what you hear. <laughs> Let us know. Settle this. But Kaz and the family is hilarious. <laughs> it's like a nineties tag team version of Kaz and someone else. I'm curious though, yeah, if like, you know, does does Frank the Clown watching Slammiversary? I don't think so. Hundred percent. He's all over. Yeah, he's probably there. Oh, you think Frank? Frank's I heard in- he's going to be premiering at Impact. Oh, that's right. Wasn't he going to be on Impact? Yes, that's right. I did. Yeah. Oh, so he has. Yeah. So he has to watch. Yeah, he's definitely watching Slammiversary. Oh yeah. I'm trying to just gauge the levels of crazy here. You know, I <laughs> mean, you know what the thing love. is? It's a it's a good problem to have though because there's just so much wrestling. It's true. You've got Raw Monday, Impact Tuesday, NXT and AEW Wednesday. I don't think there's anything Thursday, Friday, SmackDown. Well, what day is Impact? Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. You said that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Thought it was still Thursdays. Um, so, speaking of uh, uh, AEW, you said Sammy Guevara was back this week? Yes. Spoiler alert for those people who didn't watch. He, he comes back after a, a short suspension, and he's back on TV. You got to assume, assume he's going to be back. Um, Weekly, well, I don't see why not. Just like a one off thing. They, they should have waited like another month to bring him back, just so it meant something. Well, yeah. At this point, once you yeah. once you've taken someone off TV, you might as well wait a few more, right? And like get Two, some. Three weeks he was off. It was like nothing because not not everyone is on AEW every week, so it was just like there was no absence at all. Which maybe that's what they were going for, but they still sort of made it kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. No, that's it didn't a- really. 
They still AEW is great, but they still make choices once in a while that are just like, wasn't anyone paying attention? You know? Yeah, I, I hear that. That makes sense. And also, they're very full right now. They have a lot of stories going, so they didn't need him immediately. Like they've inspired me to to buy orange. I, I'm drinking all these types of juices and all these liquids. Oh, you're a big you're a big orange juice guy now. <laughs> no, I'm not. It ups I, it upsets my stomach. I feel terrible after drinking orange juice usually, especially on an empty stomach. But uh, and I never drink it after brushing my teeth because it makes it taste bizarre. Yeah, horrible. That's and a mistake so, you only make once. But yeah. all that orange juice pouring down on Chris Jericho's head a couple of weeks ago really inspired me to uh, start buying orange juice again without pulp, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> without but, pulp is key. That is, uh, by the way, it's it's tremendous. It's a tremendous job by them and by Orange Cassidy. The man's changing juice as we know it. 100. He's he's filling up my uh, the Dipperstein Towers refrigerator but, as we. But to that point, you know they do have so many things going on. That I yeah you, you you have more time to keep people away. I, I I feel like I've only watched the first thirty forty minutes of AEW this week, but I just feel they do a good job in making like each segment matter on some level. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The promos Taz comes out. Brian Cage doesn't really have anything to say. They have they him and yeah. Brian Cage are together. They don't have much to say, but Taz makes it interesting to listen to every single. Segment, you're right. Whether it's a backstage promo, it's an in-ring thing. The Britt Baker back, the the, the yes. backstage Baker thing was was unbelievably well done. And and and, and so the the start of the show, they come out with Eddie Kingston cutting a promo. No, I didn't know. Did Eddie Kingston yeah. appear in the last couple of weeks? No, no. Oh, that was his Complete debut. Mystery opponent. Okay, it was so, a one-time thing. I think. All actually. right. So the so the one thing I'll say is I hope it's not a one-time thing, but I will say this. They did a bad job explaining to me where Eddie Kingston came from and who he is. Now, they did. I, I've been, I, I've been, I, Eddie Kingston happens to be an indie guy who I've known forever because he's from here. If, he's like a Reagan. If not, you, that means you have to be a hard enough, hardcore enough fan that you know him from the indies or from NWA or whatever. If you're not that. Well, Evolve, right? Wasn't he on Evolve for a little bit? Or, or But if let's suppose you're not any of those. Let's suppose you're just a I didn't know who he was. Exactly. So they didn't say, guys, this is a this is a savvy ring veteran. Now, they said he's old. They said he's trying to get one last chance. They said things <laughs> like that. But, like, add a little bit of, like, Let's give some background if you've never heard of him before because they started the show with him on the microphone. Now, that being said, it was very interesting, though, to start a show with someone you've never seen on their TV cutting an awesome promo. That was awesome. It was awesome. It, was awesome. it sounded incredible. I mean, it was raw and real, and they, you just don't see that anymore. That, that his whole bit that I, I I grew up around alcoholics and fiends like it was just it was awesome and then you it get was a, so you get a great match from them right away so they open with him and Cody and by the way TNT can, championship right can I yeah and can I no DQ and can I just say I don't know if we've ever said this on the show but I feel really strongly about it I hate just Cody I hate it I wish it was Cody Rhodes I don't get it. Oh, yeah. Of course, I hate when they shorten any name. It's ridiculous. But in it's this, making- in in, yeah. in this case, not only are you taking the historical last name you have away from you, which is probably the reason he wants to do it, is you know some sort of thing about being on your own. But also, and I love Cody, 
without Rhodes, it sounds like the name of a dog. It sounds like a dog. <laughs> it sounds like a confirmed animal. Am I wrong? It sounds like a doggy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's Cody. Cody! 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 It doesn't yeah. work. It just doesn't. It doesn't sound authoritative. It doesn't sound strong. It it doesn't. Cody Rhodes sounds like it's something. A it's a terrible mistake. Yeah, so, I feel like he was forced into it though, right? With WWE holding the Rhodes name when he first was released. Is that what it is? is? That the story? But I don't know. But he had it for a while. They took it away. He was Cody Rhodes. No, he was Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Because oh. they used to come out together. So he was Cody. And she was Brandy Rhodes. Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Really? So he's never been Cody Rhodes there? No. He did the, th- the thumbtack. He wasn't Cody Rhodes. He, or he did the thumbtack spot. I'm going to try it. I want to try it. The thumbtack? The thumbtack spot? I want to try it. I want to. <laughs> good luck with that. Like. You know what? This is a really good idea. I like it. SGG, I, I can we work on this? Yeah, we got to get this done. Like, I don't know what the situation would be. Hey, Bear, will you come hang out? I don't know what the situation would Bear's be. Bear's not doing a thumbtack spot. Well, no, but he might. He may know someone. Bear, Hey, Bear, we'll do you, you know Depot. a guy? What'd you say? We'll go to Home Depot. We'll get a burlap sack. You need a burlap sack. Yeah, you, it has you to be a burlap, burlap sack. Oh, larger amounts of thumbtacks only come in burlap sacks. And by the way, <laughs> how, how is Jim Ross still confused about what's in a burlap sack when it gets pulled out? He's been seeing this for 20 years. Yeah. And whenever he sees the sack, no idea. Oh, my God, it's thumbtacks. So that's a little bit of an aside about Cody's name and thumbtacks. But overall, you go from – you have the Cody segment. Then they go straight from the Cody segment to the MJ – no, no, to a Moxley promo backstage. The Moxley promo backstage is short and sweet. Talks about wanting to rip uh, Brian Cage's arm apart. It was a pretty good promo. They go from that to MJF, who has a match against a jobber and makes the match against the jobber feel meaningful. There's a story within that match with the jobber about forcing the guy to say that he's undefeated. Yep. And, and then they go from that to the – was that then the Taz? Then Taz, Brian Cage? I think so, yeah. I think Britt Baker might have been and before then that. Brit, and then, or Britt Baker was before after that. But I, but I don't know, man. It's just all of it. I'm not saying everything's great. I'm not saying all of it's perfect. But what I'm saying is all of it feels like discernibly something. I, I couldn't agree more. Every it's, They're off script. They're doing what they trust them to, to, to make a great show. That's what it is. I bet you a, a good majority of that MJF thing with that jobber was off script and just sort of, you know, they just let them go. Plus the whole, it's just, the whole outdoor thing, the whole Daly's place, it looks great. It just, the, the the ramp looks great. The whole presentation of it makes it look like it doesn't need a crowd. I mean, it's just, it's just sort of great. I, I don't, I don't know. It's entertaining. I don't want to miss a segment. And the wrestling's great. The wrestling is great. Yeah, I, I, I just, I really feel the look is a big deal. I think that outdoor place is a big deal. Big. But the wrestling is another thing. You don't let's not forget about that. Well, but here's the, the thing: I think the wrestling is the one place where they're not better than WWE. 
I vehemently disagree with I, that. I, you would have a tough time week to week showing me where the better wrestling is on AEW. I could do that. I could I could accomplish that feat. I, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if you could. I don't know. what it, it, it just You're used to WWE wrestlers, but I don't think you, the wrestling's better in AEW. I, I, oh, it's better. Oh, that, that, Mar- that Marco stunned Canadian Destroyer a couple of weeks ago. You'll oh, that was like awful. That. that was the worst. The worst. It worked. It looked great. That was the worst thing I've seen in such a long what? time. What? Like, if it was a spot? Yeah, like, like, like first of all, thing. everybody's just holding still. Nick Jackson's holding his brother in place to take the Canadian Destroyer from the other team. Everybody, all right, it was so slow. That's fair. The camera I guess. caught all the setup. I, I, the rest was better, I think. I, I just... I don't know. If you were, if you were to tell me, there, there could be a match on WWE, Dip, that you don't care about, right? Some Angel Garza match that you're like, oh, whatever, I don't feel like paying attention to this. And the wrestling in that match is as good as anything that's happening on AEW. Well, you picked Angel Garza, who happens to be like the one person doing impressive stuff. Well, because, well, because well, I pick you Angel. Pick a lot of people on WWE like that, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I think you could. And I now listen. That's to the credit of the talent. To the to the opposite of that, unfortunately, it would still be matches we might none of us might care about. We may not care but, about the matches, but the wrestling's good. No, I guess I guess you could look at it like that. But like, look what they've done to Ricochet. Ricochet, who is one of the greatest living wrestlers on earth, like psycho good. Okay, yeah, is is like a nothing. They don't let him do a thing. I mean, the, the only thing he does is like he does the best, you know, jump and push at this point. Oh, his jump and push. <laughs> There's no one who does a better jump and push. You know, but they don't let. I mean, they don't do anything except for. They, you know, they don't let these guys do a thing except miss a, a a moonsault off the top rope into the into the, you know, that's all they do is moonsaults. That's it, and they miss every time. Well, I mean, him and Cedric Alexander could be a great tag team, but they like could. you said, they gotta yeah. let them do more. It's true, they, and, and you know, they already have the matching gear. Get them a name. Get them. Get and, and by the way, get them someone else to talk. You're, you're up against. Oh, yeah. M- you're up against MVP. Ricochet and Cedric ain't cutting it on the mic. Sorry. That's why they should have joined them. Just join them up. <laughs> right. Well, there's talk. There's talk about a nation of domination stable. And I know. And and that would be I mean, listen, it doesn't it feel it was weird. That story came out last week that there's talk of a nation stable as MVP comes out with Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin and the hurt business. And I'm like, that that is the new name. That's gonna be what it is. Is yeah. this that's the it same thing that happened with New Day. Right. New Day was supposed to be the new nation. And then we they need two more. If they want to add Ricochet and Cedric, great. But they need two. I, I agree. Two more. You need more than three. You got to get up to like and four they, or five. They need gear. They need. They yeah, need. They need and they need some new blood, like you said too. They need some of the some of the young guys. Somebody. Oh, that's right. Because him, Bobby, and Shelton are all old. They absolutely need two two young guys. Yeah, that'll be that'll or be Bianca cool. or, or a young woman. Yeah. Yes. Or both. You know. I like the, I like the idea of Ricochet. In it, that'd be awesome. By the way, what if what if they changed their characters a bit, tweaked it a little bit, and it was the Street Profits and Bianca, but the Street Profits stop being goofy and they they start getting serious. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen, but I'd like it. I would love the idea of Bianca and someone else. Yeah, I would too. I like the idea of Bianca with the Street Profits, like consistently. That I that I like that that could work. Yeah, that should be happening all the time. Hundred percent. Uh, Bianca's mage, dude. Yeah, and, and her and her being her Bianca being with, you know what excites me about Bianca? I think that she will be 
she will have such an ability to be effective as a baby face and as a as a bad guy. Yeah. She, she could do I, I, I could see her do much. she could do both so well. Easily. And she wouldn't have to tweak much at all. No. Have you guys been have you guys been watching NXT? I mean No, I've I have not been on NXT right I now. I have. There's something going. I mean, they need there needs to be something going on. I mean, it's it's revolt. You see, dip no. stack out. Dip says it's the worst period it's ever had. NXT. I, I love Keith Lee. Couldn't be more thrilled that he's the champion. All in on it. No questions asked. That said, you have Keith Lee, and then you. It's just a massive drop off. Killer Cross is great. Killer Cross uh, is great. He's um, great. The the legacy of the Luchadors that that's great. I don't. I mean, it does not. Santos Escobar, Joaquin Wilde, and um, I forget the other person's name. Phantasma or whatever. Yeah, no. that's that's a great faction. I, I, it does nothing for me. But. Santos Escobar is is killing right now. But like, there's no story. Like, I'm just saying, it's not like Johnny Gargano is mid card right now, and he's like yeah. himself go physically. Um, you know, Thatcher and and Oni Lorcan. I'm not. Their their wrestling is old Brilliant. school and interesting and really cool to watch. But like you know, I, I could I could close my eyes and wake up at the end. And then you know, I don't really think there's anything that interesting going on with the with in the women's division. You know, I, they seem to be pushing the. Uh, um, I don't know. They they made they, they they unloaded. They got people out of the women's division this time very it, like it. It went from like yeah, they've been there forever, but then once Baszler and Belair were gone, it was like wow. Well, that's a big noticeable gap from a star from a from a star power standpoint. I'm not the world's biggest Shayna Baszler fan, but when they first of all they took Shayna Baszler away from NXT to do what? Well, they catering. They're not into her apparently. I don't know. And then they they just put her on again last week, but like yeah. she was backstage and she's so tough. Of course, I'm not judging her toughness. She's, I, I like Shayna Baszler. Okay, she'll be the one to put they you through those thumbtacks. What's that? She'll be the one to put you through those thumbtacks. Yeah, I'll let her put that. She's a good candidate for the thumbtack <laughs> spot. But but her voice is so sweet that it, it it's impossible to believe that it's so hard. She needs to be meaner. She sounds like a very nice person. Could she be meaner though? Could she be meaner? Huh? We've seen her like tear through everybody. Yeah, in the ring, physically, she's a she's a beast. I mean, she's she incredible. has an intimidating look. Like, could the she look be is meaner? great? And I've I've really come around on the actual in ring stuff. I think she's I'm into it. But you know, when she does a promo, she sounds very nice. I gotta tell you, she she does. <laughs> she sounds very regular. She sounds like yeah, a regular. Thinking about it, she does. She sounds like a regular person, not like That's someone scary. Great. Yeah. <laughs> like she'd be like she could do great customer service. You'd be like, oh, that's a nice person. I'm happy to talk with her. Oh, 100%. Yes, I, I, I would definitely accept uh, oh, the Yeah, no, I'll do the survey. Yeah, sure. I'd gladly do the survey. I want to tell them how great 100%. you are. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> that's how good but, she is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I have not been but on. But anyway, the NXT. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. I was going to say I just haven't been up on NXT very much. Um, although now that, I mean, now that I see that there's a uh, Pat McAfee, Adam Cole story brewing. Yeah. Well, I mean, Are you, am I going to get ribbed right now? Am I going to get ribbed? <laughs> I will not mention to the audience that Dipperstein actually texted me yesterday and asked if that was a work. I will not say. Yes, anything. don't do that. Let's just keep that between us. No, I'm not going to say anything about that. I will not bring it up. Yeah. By the way, and, and he's not the only person. There, were, I saw polls on Twitter 
is this yeah. a work? I'm like, right. Adam Cole's so good that I was totally convinced. Yeah, I, I've been telling people Adam Cole can act. Like he's good. Hollywood gets their hands on him. He's the right height and everything. He the, might not. He might be quote unquote small for a wrestler. But I'll tell you what. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Good. Film height. No, I hear you. SGG. He he is very good. He's good looking. He's he's charismatic. He can talk. Big Adam Cole fan. And the the thing that the thing with Pat McAfee, their interview that blew up on Pat's podcast, where like uh, a radio show, whatever it is, where they got into it. The best part about it, where even though you know most people over the age of seven knew what was going on, most people I said. The the cursing, <laughs> two the, out of three people. The cursing made it mage. Yeah, the f bombs, letting the f bombs go because it's an internet show anyway. You know what I mean? Just let the f bombs go. Mm-hmm. I thought that made it. It gave it a feel of authenticity. And if this does turn into something, uh, that when they go back to it, it'll be bleeped out or whatever. Like there, it, it's cool. It's just that it was a cool little yeah. touch that I respected them doing. All right, well, not that there's anything bigger in the world of professional wrestling than Pat McAfee, but what else? What what else really do you guys want to talk about? Um, I will say, I, I just want to add, I was watching a, a, another part of AEW. Dip, for all the good things we got to talk about, you have to point out that they do, let's be honest, every match with the Young Bucks is is kind of cheesy. Yeah, but it, it's entertaining. It's, I, 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 it's, I don't, I, it's, I, it's like, it's like they remind me of a comedy movie with like two guys who escaped the eighties and don't know that like eighties wrestling's over. Right. They're That's like, very funny. I know, I know, by the way, perfect description. I literally, it is perfect. I, I just thought of it actually being a funny movie. Like these two brothers who think like, no nah, brother, everything they live is like, they're still living in Hulkamania. I mean, that's kind of what they're like. I, there was a spot there with the blade or the butcher where like they have him like hold a tray up to his face. It's just everything is it's just it's well, I don't get me wrong. The segment isn't horrible. The overall feel it's tongue in cheek and it's almost like the way J.R. and Shivani play it. It's like they know it's tongue in cheek. So it works. But I just like find that the, the Jacksons to be generally cheesy all the time. Agreed. And I mean, it's their shtick. But there can be too much. I I agree, and and I'll be honest. You know, I call I call SGG the contortionist. Um, I dip your your contortionist to Jace. In if, what way? If you're not going to tell us that you think the young bucks are incredibly cheesy, he's it's not. Cheesy, he's, but I I think that they're conscientious about it. I don't think that they're like going out there to be not cheesy. They're going out there to be cheesy. They pop the crowd with their leg slaps and their, you know. But what about when there is no crowd and they're they're, they're fighting on like a, a loading dock? There's no crowd. Like, or what about one brother's holding his brother in place to take a Canadian destroyer? Well, we know how you guys feel about that. Oh, uh, I lo- let me say, I love the Canadian destroyer. I think it's big. <laughs> I'm, I'm obsessed. I want to learn how to do it. I, I think you could. I think that. I want to do a Canadian destroyer on thumbtacks. Onto the thumbtacks. That would be my <laughs> This is getting more and more, more and more hardcore as the episode goes if on. There is, if there's a listener out there who wants to teach me how to do a Canadian destroyer on thumbtacks, I am all ears and I want to know. I'm available. LA. What do you guys think of the uh, shirt that I'm wearing for today's podcast? It's, it's the perfect description of today's podcast. It's beautiful, stunning. A beautiful garment. 
<laughs> the Vince McMahon. This is such good. Sh- um, so, guys, predictions, predictions. SummerSlam officially gets cancellation from Boston the other day. Any chance we see SummerSlam and our dream beach blast at the beach SummerSlam 2020, they have they have to get out of the PC soon. They have to. Yeah. I want to see Alistair Black kicking up kicking up sand on his way to the ring. Oh man, my sure. <laughs> you know? I think that would be made. SG- yeah, of course. I- SGG, are you even at your wits end with the PC? Yeah, I am. I mean, I would I want them to get back to a real crowd. Obviously it's not safe, but it's it's they gotta do something. They gotta switch it up. That's why the money in the bank felt so special. That climbing the corporate ladder just to change the scenery was enough. That's why these cinematic matches feel so special. I didn't know just until this moment. Scenery. Until this moment, I didn't know that Money in the Bank felt special. <laughs> there, there's there's too many cinematic matches now, though. I gotta tell you, I'm sorry. They, we don't. Maybe we could do now. There's multiple a pay per view. I, I don't know. I, I'm just. Did you? Did anyone? Uh, did anyone have strong feelings about the swamp fight? Uh, yeah, there was no, you know, I have a legitimate fear of alligators as we, as many, as many listeners know, but many people in my personal life are aware of. And, um, and, uh, I was very, I, I had to avoid watching many of the, the lead in promos to the match because they showed footage of alligators. And so <laughs> I had, I had to, turn, I had to close my eyes while the, the, the lead in promos were happening. And so watching the show, I was very, very scared that there was going to be a whole alligator gimmick, like a live alligator. No alligator. Like during the match. But, of course, you can't control a live alligator unless right, yeah, that would, like to do that. Would no, that's not true. Bruce Hart Bruce Hart once had a match with an alligator uh, <laughs> in Stampede. I was, I was very nervous about a, a possible live alligator being a part of the set of the match. And so, as a result, I could barely concentrate on watching. So, wait, you love the match, then? Is that what you're saying? I, I thought it was good, but I mean, I, I'm not, I wasn't in love. I wasn't in love. It was swamp adjacent, by the way. When I think swamp, <laughs> I think muck. I think my feet yeah, are no, getting with stuck you. in the mud. This was just like a, you know, someone's gross backyard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're going to have Bray Wyatt one-on-one with Braun Strowman in a gross backyard match. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. There was- a lot of lily pads. Lily pads galore. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a lily pad match. It was it felt like a lily pad match. They should have sponsored a fake alligator now that you mentioned it. At the, least one. All right, listen, yeah. you, you can never match the, the, the tag match that happened. Bruce and Smith Hart versus an alligator. The alligator lived <laughs> under the heart uh in the dungeon. <laughs> Next to the bear, there was an alligator. And Bruce was like, oh, Brett, I, I really don't know if I'm going to... Dad wants me to work with this alligator, and I really don't want to do it, Brett. And Brett was like, if you want to be the best you ever will be, you're going to work with the damn gator, Bruce. That's pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty good. That's why Dad's I, never thought... That's why you and Smith have never meant anything to Dad compared to me and Owen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh everyone knows your heart of Jace. Um, <laughs> so, 
So uh, what, what, Dip, you did tell me, though, that you actually did not mind um, the horror show at Extreme Rules as a pay-per-view. You thought it was pretty decent. I didn't, I thought it was short. I don't know. It, it was, was very like, short. It, very short. It was like legitimately entertaining, I thought. I, you know, in some capacity. I'm not saying the wrestling was incredible or I was so impressed with the matches themselves, but I didn't I didn't uh I didn't hate the pay-per-view as much as I, you know, was bored by money in the money in the bank or some of the other thing. You know what I mean? Well the, like I, for, first of all the contortionist. All, the, Look, he can't even you can't even contort yourself. You're contorting yourself into a pretzel <laughs> to just say you like the pay-per-view. You'll say I you like the it's very hard for me, but I I will say what's very interesting is, and you and I talked about this after. I thought that some of the matches that they were leading that were leading up to the pay per view, like Randy Orton, Big Show, and Sheamus and Jeff Hardy and Riddle, AJ Styles, were on the pay per view. I had no clue that they were on SmackDown or Raw the next week. I thought they were part of the pay per view. I'm like, did they skip five matches? Yeah, Stack Guy, did you? (laughs) Stack Guy, did you? Um. Have any thoughts? Dip and I were talking on Sunday. Did you have any thoughts about the fact that they've been promoting these big matches to TV and almost like giving up on the pay-per-views to some degree and just saying, let's try to pop a crowd, it seems like, with the Riddle story the, the tonight uh, as we're recording, the, the Jeff Hardy uh, bar fight, and then on Monday the Randy Orton Big Show thing. It was interesting that they were all left off, and almost all of SmackDown was left off the pay-per-view except for the main event. No, New Day was there too. New Day and um, True. New Day lost. There was a, there was a title there. defense, yeah, a title defense that they lost. Yeah, I, yeah, I think um, for me, honestly, the paper you didn't need all that. That would have been too cluttered, almost. Now you think about what Matt Riddle's not ready for view yet, even if it is one of these like PC adjacent pay per views in the COVID era with no crowd. I don't think he's ready there yet, especially if he's just going to take the loss. You know, you put him on pay per view to get a win, and then. That momentum there. You don't think and he's ready to main event a pay per view? You're saying, or he's not ready for a pay per view? If you listen, if Matt Matt Riddle needs to win his first pay per view match, you don't put him on a pay per view, his first pay per view match, and then have him lose. So you don't put him in a championship match on a pay per view to have him lose with the veteran who's going to retain the title. Um, even if it was like a sneaky trick win that AJ got, you don't put Matt Riddle in that position because then you kill his momentum. Yeah, people talking about how he's being buried. And maybe blah, maybe blah, blah, you're blah, better blah, off how good the match is. SGG, could he be better off uh, beating Baron Corbin in his first pay-per-view match instead? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a good move. The boss oh. fight, too, I don't I think I, I don't know why they wouldn't do that there. Maybe they didn't want to have too many cinematic type of things with the, the bar with fight the felt like but the bar fight feels like a pay-per-view. Just when you hear the name of it like that, I'm shocked. Yeah. Like and also like I don't know. It's so it, for that match to be its best, it's kind of inherently edgy, which is a little weird for an episode of SmackDown at eight thirty on a Friday night on Fox. Maybe that's what Fox wanted, though. They were like, "We want the bar fight." Yeah, maybe. I guess so. It was interesting. Though. The bar fight? It's Sunday, right? It's 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 tonight. No, it's tonight. Right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder what, what well, I wonder what they'll do. Though, is it going to be cinematic, or are they going to go? Be. It'll be cinematic. It should be. I, don't, I have be. no idea, but it should be. I think cinematic adjacent. There's a bar in the ring. There might be a bar in the ring. They're not going to go to a bar. You can't. There's no bars open. <laughs> they could like they could they could make some area backstage feel like a bar. I I it would be set. so much better if they just went to an empty bar. 
Like they're not going to an M. They're not going to do that. First of all, it's Florida. Are there empty bars? They're they're open. People right? are they're going and going in Florida. My yeah. my point is this: <laughs> if they could even make it look like a bar when they had the bar scenes during the vignettes with um, the APA. Like, mm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. could you give us something like that? Like, just at least it looks like a bar. Those fights were awesome. Those fight scenes with the APA and bars were fun. Yeah, the, one of the great, the, um, the um, I don't know if it was on a Raw, I think it was on a pay-per-view. I think it was on SummerSlam 99. It was, uh, it was, uh, the Al, it was Al Snow versus, um, was it Hardcore Holly? Okay. Maybe I don't know. What, I forget who it was, but there was an awesome bar fight at that pay-per-view. Did you see it last um, night? Yeah. After we got off Zoom, SUG, me and Dip threw on SummerSlam 99. Dip, unfortunately, I fell asleep like five minutes in. It's a good SummerSlam, though, right? <laughs> it's very good. I mean, it's very, I mean, every everything from that, I mean, it's all very, very entertaining. You know? I, I believe that's, that's one of the best SummerSlam cards, though. I really do. One of the best? I think so. Yeah, it's good. There are a lot of weak SummerSlam cards. SGG, are you looking at it? Yeah, yeah. Read this. Who was Al Snow? Who was Al Snow? Al Snow versus Big Boss Man. Big Boss Man. Skinny Boss Man. Yo, we got a lot of Boss Man in last night. Yeah, there was a Boss Man. A lot of Boss Man last night. Boss Man chatter galore. Was this skinny boss man wearing black against Al Snow? Yeah, Got it. yeah, it was the be, yeah. Hung, it was the hung from the cage uh, skinny boss man. Yeah, uh, SGG, but, what else is on that ninety nine SummerSlam card? Mankind defeated Stone Cold and Triple H. That's uh, a triple threat match for the WWF Championship. That's a big match. The Unholy Alliance, Big Show and the Undertaker, with Paul Bear defeated Kane and X Pac. Uh, tag team match. Ivory and Tori had the Acolytes. Um, winning a tag team turmoil match to determine the number one contender for the tag team titles. Uh, the Rock and Billy Gunn in a kiss my ass match, which I don't recall at all. I, I, that's it's a weird that's a weird one for that time. Billy Gunn is that Billy Gunn's biggest spot? The Rock at yeah. SummerSlam has to be right. Yeah, because he had just won King of the Ring. I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is his moment. I love Billy he's Gunn. A little I was a Billy Gunn Mark. I was a Billy Gunn Mark. He's he's Gargan. I like him better in tag teams though. He looks he Billy Gunn now looks like Goro from Mortal Kombat. He does. <laughs> he, he does. He's a he gar- like, he's Garganch. He's Garganch. And he's he's still Even like a good looking guy and he's muscular beyond belief still. He looks like Goro. All yeah, he needs is a couple it, other it, arms. He's Goro confirmed. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know, anything? What else, SUG? Anything else on that? Oh, Jeff Jarrett and um, D'Lo Brown. All right, European that was the first match. That's a fun, but it's a fun yeah. starter. Ken Shamrock and Steve Blackman in the oh, Lions yeah, I, Den I, 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 I fell asleep during that match last wait, night. Wait, SUG, in what kind of match? Sorry, a Lions Den weapons match. Oh which yeah, Lions You guys mentioned Timothy Thatcher earlier. I feel like those Lions Den matches are perfect for that gimmick he's running in NXT of, like, this legit badass fighter. Give me throwing stars. Steve Blackman, historically a very tough guy. Is that the, is that the thing with him? Yes. I mean, yeah. Very, very tough man. Yep. So, wait, can we go back to the bar fight for a second? Like, how do you create, like, 
I would love to be smashed over the head with a gimmick glass bottle of booze. Just once. Yeah. <laughs> Dip is the most hardcore. Dip is the JWL's king of hardcore. I, I want to try it. I want to see what it feels like. In my, there, no matter what, even if it were made of plexiglass, the bottle, it still hurts. I, if I get, yeah, you no, know, it has to. If I walk past a plant in my house and it's and it hits me on the arm, I'm I'm, I'm complaining about pain for three days. <laughs> I mean, no, no matter what, being hit with a bottle of anything, no matter what it's made of, has got to be painful. But you're Dip Foley, so you still want to do it. Dip Foley can handle this. You'll take you'll take yeah. the bottle shot into a power bomb into the thumbtacks. Thumbtacks, hundred percent. The cell, and then here comes the Canadian destroyer, of course. I feel like there's a there's a lot of marble in my house. I would being put through marble must be very painful. But, you have to really. By the way, do you want to do you want to see what happened as a result of our TNA conversation earlier? <laughs> so, uh, let, let me let me just say the two. In my opinion, the two people that need just changing the subject. The two people that need to have that 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 I would like to see have the title right now in WWE mm-hmm. are are Morrison and MVP. These are the people doing the best work of their careers. Which title, though? Which title? Because MVP Any is title. self-proclaimed U.S. Not champion. Anything but the 24-7. Listen, you push back with the 24-7 championship, Nate. You know? How like, unbelievable is Morrison? Hottest... Yeah, he's great. He's great. You feel like he... he... I wish he would have stayed the whole time. I know. He would definitely be multiple-time world champion by now. I know. There's no reason why they can't do something with him in a real way again. I mean, he's over. I I mean, I I think he's over. It feels like that to me, even though there's no crowd to tell uh, (laughs) that he's over. He seems over. He's better on the mic than I remembered him being as well, too. Like, I just remembered um, him not being that great and relying a lot on the athleticism. But I don't know if it's just pairing him with the Miz or what, but he's better on the mic than I remember him being. Yeah, he's, he's good. There's impro- course, improvement galore, for sure. And MVP is, is he looked unbelievable last week. He's in shape. He had a nice haircut. I like him in the gold and black gear. He's great on the mic. Everything about him is exciting to watch right now, in my opinion. I mean, it, you know. And it's good to see that he can keep up, too. That's the, that's the big thing, because, like, the last thing you want is like one of these older veterans coming in and you can see that they missed, missed a step a little bit, even like a Jericho. He's a vet. There's a lot of goat talk, but when you get him in the ring with some of these guys, you can see he's just a little bit behind. His moves don't have the, the, the power behind it that they used who, to have. Who cares? Who cares? I, I care because the last thing you want is a situation where you got a, a veteran coming back and you, you, you're hyped to see him, and then he gets in there, and like he just doesn't have it. None of the matches are that exciting where he's so much worse than any other situation going on in the ring right now. Not, I'm not in terms of, of MVP. No, MVP is exciting week to week. MVP is keeping up. So in terms of MVP, no. But with Jericho, like that back fist, he just needs to retire it because every time he uh, does it, it just reminds you that he's he's like a hundred years old in wrestling years. Well, the difference needs a, the difference is. The difference is, though, MVP is talking, (laughs) and MVP is mostly a talker who's going to wrestle some and I think should get the U.S. title. By the way, one major complaint. 
they can't be doing a false title gimmick with Sasha and MVP at the same time. It's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Just one. Not. Just one. They both stole the title that night, and then they both. On the sh- same show. And, 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 On no, the same show. And okay. SGG, and then they show up to Raw, both of them wearing the title that's not theirs. Yeah. It's silly. Don't get me started. Don't get me started on them. It's, okay. It's it's so that was so dumb to do it with both of them. It, Why wasn't MVP just named champion? Yeah, I don't know. Don't get me started on Sasha Banks and Bailey. Yeah, yeah but you're, but you're, no, we're gonna go there next. We gotta get there next. Yeah, but, right. yeah, because let's Di- go there because Dipperstein has horrifying takes on this. He, you didn't even it's strange though. You didn't even like the Sasha. You didn't even like the Sasha Oscar match. What? Just the like any other the, match the that we've seen three hundred times. I'm not excited vet- by it. I'm, I, by the way, I'm, but it, it's not. I, I know I'm not critiquing every single move, but it's not exciting to see. Again, another, there's going to be another one next week. Oscar Sasha, another Oscar Sasha match. It's, it's over. It's. I, I, I like. It has, them first of all, it hasn't been that many Oscar Sasha. Yeah, matches. I don't think so either. I'm so place. sick of seeing them <laughs> all together already. It's done. It, 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 there's no story. There's no compelling narrative between these these people. The one they don't like each other. That's it. Asuka has no story with Sasha Banks and Bailey. What's the story? They're enemies? The There's story no- is that Asuka has the thing that Sasha Banks wants. She has the championship. Oh, There's no way oh, around on. it. There's no way around it. You, oh. got, you want the title, you got to go after the champion. And it's the For, one It's, it's not the compelling. one that they don't have. It's not compelling. Who cares about it? The championship is, means nothing. It, they need to, it needs to be a story. Give me a story. No, the story the story is that Asuka's dominant and she's the one in the way of Sasha Banks and Bailey having all the gold. Now I do agree I mean, with is she domi- and it's strange. Who cares? That, it's not it's a strange story. that they keep doing this though. Like because they fell into the same trap going into Money in the Bank where they had like three championship tournaments almost, you know, that they could have been running with the Intercontinental Championship and then there was the there was one on NXT and then it's just uh it's a lot. I don't know how they keep painting themselves into this corner where you have the same storyline. Also, the also cover. the golden role models is not a thing. It's awful no. name. No, and and there's no story, dude. And there's no story. End of story. I mean, there just isn't. I, I the story is no. I agree. Let me split, let me split the difference on you both. I I agree with Dip. There is no significant story, and SGG's claim that having the title is a story. I don't agree That's with that, but I do think the match was really good. And I actually thought the no. I actually thought the finish was fun. I didn't even have a problem with it. So I know some people here's hated it. I liked here's, it. Who knows? I, I don't even know. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with the there is no story, right? Is Oscar the driving force of the story? No. Does Oscar have the championship? Yes. The larger story is the Bailey Sasha story and them having their sights on all the gold, them being the dominant women in WWE. That's, fine. that's fair. That is the story. And that's what is that a good way to, into play. But is that a good way to use Asuka as simply no. all she is is the title holder? And by the way, by the way, no, Greg, because, you, Greg because, you said dominant? Dominant? She was handed the title. She hasn't been dominant. She hasn't done anything. If you think she wasn't if you think she wasn't gonna beat the brakes off of Becky Lynch. She didn't. Now, it's so she, uninteresting. She, because Becky Lynch is a coward. Know. Becky Lynch is a coward. She ran away from Asuka. 
Wow. So, real quick, headline, SGG thinks Becky Lynch is a coward for having a child. My God, SGG. Of all the people to go down with a storyline like this. Let me tell you, okay. Here's the difference. Jeff Hardy and Sheamus is a storyline. It's not a good one, but it's at least something where the next week I'm curious to see what they do. That is a story, a narrative. Jeff Hardy has had addiction issues. Sheamus doesn't respect them, is making fun of them him telling him he's past his prime uh you know jeff hardy is is it's a redemption story that is interesting to me sasha banks and bailey coming out every week and saying we're the best and oscar going i should be the champion and them saying we should be the champion is not compelling and as a result i don't care about the minute to minute in the in the the like i said like i said the story the larger story is the sasha banks and bailey thing and it it's the way that it affects their dynamic is what's driving, unfortunately, the entire women's division on all three shows. And it, it sucks for Asuka because as great as she is, it does feel like she's alone for the ride. But that's the story. It's Sasha and Bailey, and this eventual... Because they're going to come to a head at some point, right? Either they're going to get all the gold and they're going to hold on to it by hook or by crook and then find out come Survivor Series that they have to fight each other. or Sasha doesn't achieve her goal. She has to go back to SmackDown and then set her sights on the top woman on SmackDown, who is her best friend. And they have to do all of this while holding the tag team championship. I, but that's the story. That, that's Oscar's fair. getting swept up in that. And it's I, that's fair. but that is the story. Them building the up story. to eventually fighting each other is, a, is fine. Okay? It's, I, I get that. But th- there still needs to be something more week to week where ratings are beyond low, there needs to be a, a, a compelling narrative between the wrestlers that are at the top of the card week to week. These they're ending they're ending shows with Sasha Bailey. And it's just like them being braggy and, and, and obnoxious. And I'm, I'm literally, I mean, Sasha does a promo in the ring. I, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm, I'm nervous for her. I, it's, you know, it's like hard to watch, you know, I'm, you know, I, I respect her in ring work. It's great. But I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 rough when she's got the mic. Let's not let's not get it twisted. I think I think Sasha. I thought that on Monday, she, she was better than she's been. I disagree. Know. I thought she was she was but, like emphasizing syllables and words that like weren't even like she's like really struggling. I mean, it's obvious. Like she's she's definitely rehearsed verbatim the lines that she's about that she's saying and forgetting them halfway through and like trying to get through it. I, really- well, I've always said, I, I feel like I think they're doing their best work, but, but, <laughs> but do you think that, I mean, let's, let's hear, let's get the real crazy out of SUG. Okay. They're doing their best work. I'm the crazy one. I'm the crazy well, let, one. No, I want to get... I am not crazy. Let me see. I, so, SGG... Poll, poll 100 people, they'll tell you she's rough on the mic and can barely talk. So, if you're if you're telling me, SUG, this is their best work, um, where would you put their promo, and Sasha in particular, where would you put her promo relative to... Um, let's just start with a, a Daniel Bryan on the mic. Listen, here's the thing. There's no need to compare Sasha to anybody, right? She's doing her best work, and it's her. But what, what is your mic. best is inconsequential. The only thing that matters is if, if your best is good. It is good because it's driving the story. It's not taking oh. away from the you story. You could have a match the at the next what? pay-per-view. What's the story that, she's, that, they're, that they're braggy and obnoxious friends? That is a story? I haven't heard. 
I haven't heard anybody complain about Sasha's mic work or Bailey's oh. mic work throughout this. This is the first I'm hearing of this. It's, it's, dude. It's, I don't even, what? Are this you watching a television program? She can't I, speak. I, I, this is the first I'm hearing of her, her and Bailey in this role. Okay, so do you think? As do you think? Do you think? So, the oh, dude, the way that, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. The way they laugh is. <laughs> Let me ask you a question: Has anyone ever laughed like that in in their lives? That's this the, is how they that's laugh. The, that's the point. <laughs> is that that's a laugh? The, is that a real laugh? They are being obnoxious. They are. That's the whole point. They're being obnoxious. Uh, They're being mean girls. It's Every not that they think anything is genuinely funny. They are doing things to get under your skin. And it's working. Look at you. They're doing they're doing this to get under your skin. No. And it's driving you nuts. No. I, I think this I, reaction is what they want. Again, I'm gonna split the difference here. I it, it's they are not Dip doesn't notice, I think, the things that are good in the story, and you gloss over the things that are bad. They are never going to be in the Hall of Fame for mic work ever. That's not that's oh, not they worth happening. To. They're, they're in the Hall of Fame already, though. I mean, you put them in the Hall of Fame after one match in Brooklyn. After NXT Takeover one, you already you were already writing the speech. Bailey's in they the put, Hall of Fame. They put women's wrestling on the map. They put. You're saying Bailey is it, is going to be in the Hall of Fame? Bailey, Sasha, Becky, Charlotte, they all. Oh, everyone, the, everywhere, the whole women, everyone, the, the iconic. They're going in. The Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, 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 no I, didn't, I didn't take it that far. I didn't take it that far. Yeah, every everyone that has a match in a well, main dip, event. Dip, dip. For the record, the, the iconic. What Hall of Fame are we talking about? Because Tori Wilson's in the Hall of Fame, so Bailey's in a thousand percent. so that's not even a conversation now the actual in the actual if the hall of fame was treated like a real hall of fame where accolades mattered and it's not just about titles but how good you are i think bailey could get there she'd she'd have to work there though much harder than sasha or charlotte or becky go back and watch it but come on i mean bailey the four horsewomen and i'll throw oscar in there too this the the, they are better than any group of women that we have ever seen in the WWE. Now, a lot of that is due to circumstances. All of it is due to circumstances beyond these women's control, but also just the talent level is there. They are better than any era of women. I have no doubt that I could watch a match that Sasha Banks and Bailey and whatever do that without the restrictions of PG wrestling. Okay, and it would be incredible. I have, I have no question. We know that Sasha Banks is an amazing wrestler. I'm not taking anything like that away from her at all. But the restrictions that they're, I mean, the the, the most daring moves that they do are the jump and push. I mean, literally. I, I mean, come on, dude. You watch so these. Hold on. Let me get this they're right. They're not great. They're not. Let me get this right. You you recognize that we're talking about incredible talent. You recognize that this talent is shackled and they have restrictions on them. Yes. And that as a result, that takes away from the things that they could do. Yes. That would make you enjoy them. And then you're punishing the talent and not the company that's putting the restrictions on them. You're not saying no, WWE, I'm, take the shackles nope. off of them. You're saying that the I'm talent not saying is that. because they have to deal with these restrictions. I'm just saying I, there's probably ways to make the matches more compelling right now. Even, despite the uh, in spite of the restrictions, you know, I just I don't know, man. I'm having a, I have a hard time. I, I, and a match comes on, and I'm like, okay, like there's no 
like I, I can go to the bathroom right now because there's a match. SGG because- wants you to believe that he sits there on Friday nights with popcorn in his hand and Crystal talks. He goes, shh, shh, shh. It's, 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 it's one half of the Iconics versus uh, Sasha Banks right now. He's lying. Absolutely. He's lying through his teeth. He's lying. I don't. First of all, I absolutely do have popcorn on my hand every Friday. It's a Trader Joe movie theater popcorn. It's 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 great. It's I, I would recommend a bag of popcorn, pop. but and I'm not making a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's actually good popcorn. No, I'm, I'm in love. I'm, I'm, I'm waffling in skinny pop popcorn right now. No skinny pop. Fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Everyone. I'm happy to have a popcorn challenge with you, skinny pop. Versus I, yeah, I think you guys girl. are getting off the point. The 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 point here is. Dip goes too far one way, and I believe SGG, he goes, Hall of Fame, the greatest work of their career. We've never seen anything like this. Like, No, this is not the greatest work of their career. This is the greatest work going on right now. The greatest work of their career was, was in Brooklyn when they put women's wrestling on the map. Well, that was one match. And it they, was a, a, one awesome night. They 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 are capable of much more, and whether it, I, that's the thing. I never blame the talent. I always blame the show if it's not what see, we want. Let me just say this one more. Let me, as I put a fine point out, you see these people. We have seen Oscar and Bailey and Sasha in the ring now at Carrie Sane, whatever. We have seen whatever combination of tag team and singles matches da, 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 between these for so many t- weeks now at this point. Okay. It hasn't been that many weeks. It, it, it seems, okay, I'll put it this way it seems like it's been months. Okay. That's how bored I am with it. So, it, when they when I see them again now, we're going to have another match, Sasha Sasha Banks and Asuka on Raw next week. It's like you know they're going to you know announce the two of them as if it's a big match already. It just it just doesn't feel eventized at all. It's boring. I'm bored. But Dip, Dip, here's here's the problem with that. You see them so much on screen together. It's like there's no separation. Sasha Banks and Asuka have had one one on one match this whole year. All right. It feels like they've had 100. Tag team tag team matches. They've had was this five? This whole one of them was a mixed tag match. So it wasn't even Bailey and Sasha Banks against Oscar and Kyrie. Bailey and Sasha Banks and Oscar and Kyrie fought one time. Period. So I mean this this I, I don't know but they've the, been I, I hear I hear both of you though in the sense that it's it's in Dip's eyes, it's damning that it feels like it's been that much, and it hasn't. That's a testament to the stories not being compelling. I I think that Bailey is. I think Bailey and Sasha are better than Dip gives credit to. I think they're funny. I think when you saw the package put together last week before their match, when edited together, when you see their funniest moments and them talking about themselves, I think there's more of a story than you're giving it credit for. I think their level of obnoxiousness has turned into something. But I'm not with SGG where I think the work is absolutely fantastic. I think they're doing a good job, and now there needs to be another level. And I'm never forgetting about the fact that the Bailey Sasha storyline has to be completed. It will. But it has to. Add, add it has one to. layer, one layer to the story. Anything that is just gives you a cliffhanger to the next week. I want one cliffhanger. That's something fair. that makes me want to watch the next week. Them the title, the title being held in a, is not a cliffhanger. It the just title being be held in a typical match. Is a cliffhanger? I need a cliffhanger. I need a story. Yeah. I need a reason to watch next week. SUG, you think you said the title being held by Bailey isn't a cliffhanger? No, the, it's basically being held in abeyance, right? Stephanie said Oscar didn't win. Oh, that Sasha's Sasha holding the title, so we, but it's that's, 
That's not a cliffhanger? No, it's not. Next, Stephanie McMahon gets on and goes, next week we're going to have a match between Sasha Banks and Asuka. Oh, I have to tune in for that. Who cares? Definition of a cliffhanger, by the way, because the match is to decide who the rightful champion is when they're both making a claim to it. Uh, SGG is an incredible arguer at having legitimate points that actually win arguments and also don't prove the point, though. You did not go, oh, my God, I can't wait to see what happens next week. You didn't. And in fact, you're, you're but that's probably, what he asked for. But he you're, asked for but that's what I'm saying. So you go with this technical argument of like, well, it is a cliffhanger. Well, yes, technically it is a cliffhanger, but I didn't think of it being like, oh, my gosh, I'm excited to see what happens next. And also I was thinking, well, the where did Stephanie McMahon come from? Yeah, that. What 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 is what is that? I don't know. I don't mind. I don't. I didn't mind it. It was a new face. I'm like, oh well. But why? But why? Why is there? See, this is backwards. That dip of all the things to give a pass to. You have no problem with a random authority figure just popping up and (laughs) announcing a match. It doesn't make sense. Overarching problem with it. But like, I was like, oh, uh, something besides terrible mic work and going back and forth with nonsensical arguments. Uh, Oh, great. You know. Sorry, I, dude. Come on. You know what? Uh, this is a terrible birthday. Go ahead. Only their second. This is only going to be their second match, Oscar and and Sasha Banks. The first one, they did very well with. We're guaranteed a finish. I don't see. I don't see how anybody could complain about this. Besides the terrible finish that got us here, go. We're past that. Ah. Uh. Well, listen. And you didn't even mind the terrible finish that got us here. I liked the terrible crazy. finish. I didn't think I it was ju- terrible. I liked it. Look. I just want a storyline I care about. That's all. I, I don't even – the ring work to me is secondary. Well, this is wrestling, so that might be too much one, Which I respect. I love that you love – I totally respect that you love an incredible sure match. I, I respect that, okay? For me, it's less about that. I don't – none of these matches are incredible anymore. I mean, it's it really takes – a lot for me to be like, wow, that match was unbelievable. Well, and a, lo- a lot of that is circumstance too, though, with with how much you hate the the setup and being in the PC, right? Yeah, yeah but I, I I've but I need I need stories, dude. That's why I watch wrestling. I want story. The the I, like I said, the Jeff Hardy Sheamus story isn't great, but at least it's a story. I'm like, oh, I like it though. I like it. There's a narrative to that. Even MVP, there's no real story, but there's something. He's get he's building a stable, like that's interesting to me. A Drew, like Seth Rollins doesn't have one right now, a real story. But a f- couple of months ago, when he was building his it stable, was incredible. And, yeah. what's that? No, the Monday Night Messiah stuff is incredible. That's that's a story. That's like a narrative. That's interesting to me. I'm not. I'm not, it's it's petered off a little bit, unfortunately. But I think they'll get back on track with Seth. But I just don't like. I, I need more from this than just the same people on screen every week having matches and then not liking each other. It's just, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, dude. I mean, look, I mean, there's less viewership than there's ever been in the history of the show, you know, hey, which I'm dearly, but, but I'm watching. I am too. I have, I'm watching. All right, guys. I have no, I'm not worried about them being canceled at all either. Of, like, of course not. not. I will, that would they're be a going major anywhere. blow to my lifestyle. Yeah. They're not They're not going to get canceled, <laughs> but, but you also can't ignore that. Um, they had an opportunity to have high numbers when there was no sports. Now sports are back. As of this Monday, they will be competing with a whole lot of sports. So it's going to be interesting to see over the next few weeks how things go because they didn't 
they had an opportunity to potentially really give a gut punch to everyone else by putting on awesome stuff. And it, it, I think most would argue, you look at the numbers, that didn't happen. It didn't. But here's my thing with the rating stuff, though. It's like, I'm not an advertiser. Hold I'm on, ladies and gentlemen, real partner. quick. I want to introduce, coming in live from Philadelphia, the contortionist, Stat Guy Greg. <laughs> no, but it's true. I'm not an advertiser. I'm not a business partner. I'm not in WWE. They're not in danger of getting canceled, so they're not going anywhere. I don't care about the ratings. I don't care who else is watching. I have JWL. I have my group of friends that I can talk about this, so it's not like I'm going to watch and then have to you know, be by myself with my thoughts. But do you feel the same commitment like- yourself on Mondays and Fridays that you have when things are great? Do you feel the same level of commitment? Um, no, but it's, but, but there's no urgency though in the first place, because like I said, it's not in danger of going anywhere. They're always going to be there for me to support them. The like, best wrestling, Sorry. wrestling fans talk all the time about how they take a break and then they come back because it's always going to be there. WWE is a constant. The, AEW now needs this support. Watch best, AEW. Yeah. Watch them first, put them on the map. But WWE is like, they'll be fine. The best thing that they can do right now. Okay is have Adam Cole premiere on uh, at the next pay-per-view and make a big splash and like win a title or do something crazy or be a surprise entrant into something and 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 just build up Adam Cole into an immediate main event guy who's like, you know, dot, like whatever. And by the way, I would love him to I don't know how injured Kyle O'Reilly is still. Um but you know, I, I don't like I know he's still injured. Bring them all, you know, bring them all together. Like, like if they had, an, yeah, the, I've said this for three years, if they had a big undisputed era takeover right now of, of the, of Raw or SmackDown, that would be mage. Yeah. Something. Yeah. One thing, one thing. It let would them, be, it would be let something. Let them beat up Drew McIntyre again. Let them, let them beat him up again. He's got Whoever. Go. Yeah. That would be, that would be something guys. Well, I, it, I can't argue anymore. I can't hear this anymore. I need to go celebrate my birthday. You're, you're yelling. This is tremendous. Uh, yeah, what, what else? What what else do you have to? This do? is a, the best content there is. I know. No, it's been it's been tremendous content. Recreation podcast I, for a reason. I know. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna title this uh, the, the screaming SGG and dip scream for an hour and a half. Um, I love you both. Stay mage. Um, enjoy yourself. Happy birthday, Pete. Stay tuned for the Happy SGG Dipperstein podcast. I yeah, by the way, coming yes. up next. Exactly. My, my God, it will be like first take. <laughs> With Stephen, like a, with Stephen, with Stephen A. Greg. All right, bye, guys. Happy birthday! You're a major individual. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. At this time, I would like to introduce, in the corner to my left, the majesty, sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mitch.